This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Continue to like, rate, and subscribe. Make sure to share. Now streaming on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. This is an Average Fan Podcast hosted by Benny Hanna. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. It's your boy, Benny Hanna. An Average Fan Podcast. How we feeling out there, y'all? It's week four. Week four is here. Got a good game tonight. We got the Dolphins going up against the Bengals. Two has been killing it lately. Been hot. This team's balling out. Cincinnati trying to get some things right. The O-line needs to get right. Plus, there's plenty other games in week four that we can talk about. So let's get into that right now. Week four. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Always, always remember to rate, comment, how you feel about this episode, how you feel about the show, and most of all, share. So week four is here. We got Dolphins. We got Bengals. We got Tua. We got Joe. It feels like Alabama versus LSU. Let's go. Super stoked. Super excited. Football season, man. Falls here. We about to have some great playoff baseball. We're also about to have the start of the NBA season. And then we're going to separate these pretenders and contenders when it comes to the NFL. And I forgot to mention, we also got college football. It's jam-packed. It's, it's a great time to be a sports fan. So, I'm going to pick this game. This game comes on at, uh, comes on in a little bit. Cincinnati's been struggling, and I had some questions really just going into Thursday night. First one being that I wanted to know how good are the Dolphins? Like, we see their record. We see they're undefeated. We know they're coming off of a major win going up against the Bills. But really, how good are they? Like, how? What? what's the ceiling for this team, right? Can they keep Tua healthy? Their success probably will be predicated on Tua, right? As we see, Fitzmagic ain't back there no more. He's not He's not being a quarterback. So, I think this game right here will be pretty good. Back and forth. Bengals coming out with them icy whites, though. That's dope. Thank you, NFL, for giving the fans something, right? Giving us them alternate. Those who like college football, they already... I mean, the games are good, but it's like, yo, like, if you do something, switch it up. I mean, so I like it. I'm into it. But other than that, uh, it's hard to go against the Dolphins, man. It really is. They're balling. They're playing They're playing complimentary football as far as what they do on the defensive end and what they do offensively, not just to mention the pass game and the run game and mainly – that boy Cheetah and Waddle, they're they're dynamic, man. They're playmakers. It's tough to really just go up against them. You got to have the right scheme in place. You want to keep them underneath. Everybody, everybody used to try that with Kansas City, but if you don't have the right personnel, a lot of times it's not going to work. But with all that being said, I'm riding with Cincinnati. I know I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it, but I'm going to ride with Cincinnati. Let's see if they can go ahead and get the second win of the season. Uh, it'd be a big momentum swing for them if they're able to 
go ahead and knock off this Dolphins team. It won't be easy. Did I not mention we get Cheetah versus Apple? Yeah. Tyreek Hill going up against Eli Apple. We get that tonight, too. Those who watched the football last year in the playoffs, y'all saw that matchup, them Chiefs, them Chiefs and them Bengals. So go ahead and give me Cincinnati in this one. I like Cincinnati. Um, moving moving on, let's talk about some Bears and let's talk about some New York football giants. This is a great opportunity for Chicago to go ahead and get this dub this week. Why? We saw New York on Monday night and we saw Dallas. Dallas kind of pull away from him. Man, shout out to Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is making me look bad right now and I don't really like that too much. I'm not a fan of that. Because I said, hey, there's no way. There is no way that Cooper Rush can lead this team. And man, they got me out here on stuck, y'all. All right. <laughs> <sighs> Two and one Dallas. Anyway, I'll get into their breakdown later as they have a divisional matchup. But back on these Bears and Giants. Um, which quarterback do we trust most in this game? Do we trust Justin Fields more or do we trust Daniel Jones? Fields is throwing four picks. It's not looking good right now for Justin, man, in the NFL. It's not looking good. And you know what else isn't looking good? They don't have a number one guy. I mean, you're getting Herbert now. He's stepping into that role, but Saquon Barkley is a proven item. How about Herbert actually has three touchdowns rushing on the year this year compared to Saquon's two? But we know the damn dynamic um, playmaker that Saquon is. But you lose Shepard this year if you're a Giants fan. Uh, it kind of makes you wonder now, going forward, uh, what does this New York Giants team really start to look like later on in the season? Uh, both teams coming in two and one as well, too. So this is, I think this will be a pretty good game. Uh, I think Justin is in one of those situations kind of like similar to Joe Burrow's like where Joe Burrow really doesn't have that offensive line. Offensive line be failing them, y'all. But Justin also has to speed his his play clock up in his mind. He's got to sometimes he holds that ball a little bit too much. And I really like Chicago. I like Justin Fields. But to me, I feel like New York is the better team. As crazy as that sounds to say, uh, I really want to rock with Chicago, though. I really do, but I'm going with the Giants. Give me nah, – you know what, y'all? Audible. Let's switch it up. Audible. Give me sense, Give me, um, Give me Chicago. Give me Chicago. I'm going to take Chicago. I'm going to pick Chicago. I'm going to – Switch it up and then watch y'all watch. Just, okay. Moving on. We got Browns. We got Falcons. The Falcons going to do what the Falcons going to do. Um, As y'all know, Miles Garrett was involved in the car accident earlier this week, but everything uh seemed to check out kind of fine. Uh, he was released from the hospital, so. His impact on this game is crucial. Uh, ooh. Matchup predictor says Atlanta is actually favorite in this one. Ain't by much, though, but they're favorite. 
I don't know, though. I really like Cleveland in this game. Sorry, Atlanta fans. I really do. One and two on the year. Y'all might be one and three, possibly. Uh, I just think that Jacoby Brissett and Omari Cooper, Nick Chubb, um, Joku, the tight end, I think it's a little bit too much for the Falcons right now. Uh, Chubb is running through people, but let's not sleep on Kadera Patterson and what he's doing in that whole revitalization of his career. Like, came in as a wide out, but he has now went ahead and changed that up and became a running back, and he's doing pretty good at it, too. 302 yards on the year, 49 attempts. He ain't doing bad. He's not doing bad. Uh, Amari Cooper, he's balling out, too, as well. So, um. I like Cleveland's offense, and I like their defense a little bit better than Atlanta. So, give me Cleveland in that one. Man. Okay. So, the next game. Divisional game. We got the Raiders, and we have the Broncos. So, all I want to know is, will Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett ever get this offense back on track? Like, will they get this back on track this week? And as I sit here and say that, I just wondered, like, I've said this before. So it it, it kind of just bothers me, right? Why does it bother you? It bothers me because, and if you listen to my other episodes, you would know what I'm about to say. It bothers me because they paid him a lot of money to look mediocre, but he can get off the hook because his coach really is not that great so it kind of makes you wonder about the situation that was at hand in seattle and how that defense really made russell wilson look like a great player it's complimentary football y'all it's a simple concept you take a good defense and you take a quarterback who does not give the ball away to the other team's defense who can make a couple plays you have a successful cohesive machine that's what they had in Seattle. That's what they had when they were making those runs. Little bit different here in Denver, but the disappointment is because Denver's not a really bad team. Like, so I just don't understand, beside the coaching, why they play so bad. Like, but they're two and one. And I really should have this type of energy toward the Raiders. So we know how this is about to go, right? Man, you can't go on. You can't go on four if you are the Las Vegas Raiders, because that is going to say a lot about this team, considering the fact that we all know Devontae Adams is a good wideout. But it just seems like that addition is really they're not the same team as they were last year. If you catch my drift, they are not the same team, but it's OK you can write the ship if you can get a good divisional win. Maybe try to claw your way back. I said it before. Maybe they're just doing the inverse of what they used to do, right? How they used to start out hot, then fade. Yeah. So I'm really about to get upset because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it just makes you wonder that Brett Favre make. Devontae look a little better than he did. Is Derek Carr like pressing? What what's really going on with this team? Just L's. L, L, L. 
Oh boy. It just it's not a good situation. But you have so much hope. You have so much hope. I mean you really do. Derek Carr, can we say he could play a little better? He's not doing too bad. But then when you look at those interceptions, man, four picks on the year and you've only played three games, that's not a recipe for success. Your leading rusher only has 192 yards on the year through three games. It's not really good. It's a 4.6 average for the year. It's not really good. You're not looking good. Devontae Adams isn't even the leading receiver on the team. But he has the most targets. He's got 34 targets. And that's up there and on par with uh, Stefan Diggs. His Diggs has 35 targets on the year. I want to talk about them too because they got a big game this weekend. So, man. <laughs> man, Vegas, y'all got to get it together. Y'all, y'all got to get it together. I'm picking y'all this week. I'm picking y'all this week. Okay? Give me... <sighs> Give me Las Vegas. I hate to say that, man. I just feel like they're gonna do me in, but I'm gonna ride with them. But if y'all, if I lose this game, I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing. I'm not gonna do. Not gonna pick that team. So how about the game across the pond? Right. We got the Vikings. We got the Saints. We got good football. Shout out to Chris Olave. O H I O. Those who know what that means, know what that means. So the former Buckeye is out there balling in New Orleans, dealing with the kind of wide receiver injuries they have, things hampering, hindering certain those wide receivers, Mike Thomas and your Jarvis Landry. So now you get this rookie coming in, and the route running is smooth. I mean, if you watched him in college, you kind of knew he didn't really look like the guy who could just blow past you until you look behind you and you're like, whoa, wait, how did he do that? It was just so smooth, like the hip twitch, the, his foot, his feet. That, and then he has nice hands to go with it. He's able to snack the ball, do great name. Really love him being with New Orleans. We got to keep Jameis healthy, right? Because it's pivotal to the success of this team. And hopefully Kamara can get over what he's dealing with because they need him as well. Without him, without Kamara, this team really doesn't go far. Um, I really like the combination of him and Ingram, but I'm gonna go on the limb and pick the pick the Saints in this game. And here's why. I like Kirk I like Cousins, but I don't like him as a quarterback, right? No, I don't know the man personally, but you don't dislike Kirk Cousins, but you just dislike his play on the field. And he, he has been in recent years, past years, his whole career, just inconsistent. He's the same way when he was quarterback in college. Michigan State. <clears throat> so they have no Dalvin Cook, so they kind of got to do the running back by committee thing. We know they got Jettis, but we also know that Marshawn Lattimore will probably be on him. The Saints. I think they rectify some things. They get some things going back right. Um, get their self back in the win column. So those who are going to watch it here in the States, y'all, that's a 9.30 a.m. game. 
So if you go to church, you're going to miss it. But if not, you can catch that on the NFL Network at 930. Um, yeah, I think New Orleans comes away with this win. And they go 2-2 two and two on the year. But Jameis, you got five picks on the year. We don't need six in this game, especially if y'all want to win. So go out there and do your thing. Next game, big game. We got Buffalo. <laughs> we got Baltimore. We got Bills. We got Ravens. We got two dynamic quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's coming in this game off of a tough loss to a division opponent in the Dolphins. Now you got to turn around and you got to go up against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Crazy thing is about this game, you love the quarterback play. You love the young quarterback play. Similar styles, right? Lamar, way more elusive, way more of a threat to run. But don't get it twisted. Josh Allen also does the same thing. So Josh Allen, he'll break out. He'll stiff arm you. We'll see how much he does that in this game. Their offense is, <clears throat> their offense is explosive and it will be. Continue to be explosive. But... Who also is becoming explosive on the other side is Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. That tandem starting to go off, and now he's also found a second a second uh, option out there in Rashad Bateman. He's taking on the team and receiving. So my thing is, how will Buffalo defend the team and the tight end? What will they do to shut down that tight end? In that quarterback. So those who watch football, y'all notice how John Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh kind of are running the same system. Yeah. Very physical. Rely on the defense. You got a quarterback who can run. John just happens to have the best quarterback who can run. And you got this tight end. Who's just such a Mark Andrews is nasty. I'm going to tell y'all how good Mark Andrews is. Y'all ready? Mark Andrews is so good. That we all thought Baker Mayfield was good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Y'all know y'all like that one. So. With that being said, how Buffalo will defend that team, this team and this tight end, that run game. Obviously, it's going to depend on the success that they have. That's the easy, obvious take, right? Because if you try to shut down Andrews and he can get off to bait, if he can get off to um, Bateman, then you have to worry about him in that run game. And. I like the Bills defense, but if Lamar breaks past the first seven, you can probably give him six because he's, he's going to break some of them DBs out there. But also on the flip side, sticking with the defensive minded theme, how does Baltimore then in fact stop Stefan Diggs? And that's probably going to be one of the deciding factors for Baltimore, right? But here's the tough thing about this, and we've seen it in games before, right? We've seen Kansas City do it at the end of last year in the playoffs. 
you slow down digs, you stop digs. But then also at the same time, when you do that, you get other guys going off. So I'm wondering, are we going to see Gabe Davis get some more targets? Now, y'all know I said earlier that Diggs has 35 targets on the year. Well, Gabe Davis only has 11 targets. So we know Gabe Davis was big in that in that um, playoff game. They're probably going to need him to be big in order for them to win this game. So going forward, we got we got another good one, but I got to make my pick. Who Buffalo, man, Buffalo, man, this is a tough stretch. I think Buffalo is a really good team. Um, both of them, <laughs> both of them actually lost to the Dolphins. So that should tell you how close this game will be. <sighs> Give me Baltimore. I like Baltimore. I like Lamar. Let's get this done. And no, he hasn't got that contract yet. And I don't think they, we, we got to pick games. Okay. So we got Jacksonville and we got Philly. This will be a surprisingly good game. And here is why. Because we got Jalen Hurts and we got Tua Lawrence. Tua. Jalen Hurts and we got Trevor Lawrence. Excuse me. I almost said Tua. Thinking about his quarterback buddy in, in college. Trevor Lawrence. Excuse me. So Jacksonville comes in at 2-1 and one on the year. But they're going up against this Philly team who got this potent offense, right? You heard Darius Slay talk about the, the Batmans, they got all these Batmans as receivers. You got you got Swole Batman, you got Slim Batman, you got Fast Batman. So, and then you have Jalen Hurts, who is dynamic now with this run game because it's a power run game. He was my man's is basically a legit running back who can throw the ball. Like he is a legit running back. But Philly fans, do I think y'all are the better team in this game? For sure, without a doubt. But y'all are going to have a problem stopping Mr. Devin Lloyd, linebacker of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think he is going to be a key deciding factor in this game. A key deciding factor in this game so much that he might be the reason that y'all lose. So, hey, y'all, stay with me. This sounds crazy because Philly is really, really good. Philly will do a lot this year, but I think this will be my upset special, and I'm going to pick Jacksonville. Yes, I know I might be off my rocker, and I might have another bad week of picks like I did last week. But check this out. This, this is why I'm on Devin Lloyd. He's a linebacker, right? He's a rookie, but he's not playing like that. And why do I say that? Well, either he's really good at this team, is really, really bad on defense, but I don't think so because they're 2-1-1. Devin Lloyd leads this team in tackles and interceptions and pass deflections. So he's doing this as a linebacker. If he can somehow manage to keep Jalen Hurts bottled up, we might see Devin Lloyd get a pick in this game that might swing some momentum. So it's a crazy pick. That's why it's an upset pick. I mean, obviously, it can't be an upset pick if I pick the favorite. So give me Jacksonville in the upset special, y'all. Let's do this thing. It's crazy because, I, like I said, disclaimer, Philly is the better team. But that's why it's an upset. 
upset special. So moving on, we have New England and Green Bay. This might be the easiest pick to pick because no Mac Jones. Aaron Rodgers is feeling himself after that win over Tom Brady. So give me Green Bay in this one. Real easy to pick. Real easy pick. Easy money. So divisional matchup. We got the Commanders. We got Dallas. Okay. This is another interesting game to watch because Dallas might get got in this game. Michael Parsons is balling out. And for me, it's him for me that's really keeping this team afloat while Dak is out. But they're also starting to get some things going as well with Cooper Rush. And he's holding down the fort. So you really can't be mad at that. But I don't really have faith in Dallas. I don't really have faith in Carson Wentz. But one thing I kind of believe is that it's a divisional game. And sometimes you lose games in the division that you're not supposed to. And I think this might be one of them. This might be one of them for the Cowboys. I'm sorry, Cowboy fans. Y'all probably don't want to hear that. But on Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m., we'll find out if I'm wrong or if I'm right. And matter of fact, you can replay this episode while you listen to it if it makes you feel that much better. But Washington coming in at 1 and 2, I kind of like them a little bit better. So give me Washington in this one, y'all. The Commanders. Tennessee. In Indianapolis. I don't know what to make of either team right now. I'm not too enthused about the quarterback play, right? But nevertheless, this will be a good game for the running backs because you have King Henry and you got and you got Taylor. So this game gives you everything you need. It's an old it gives you an old school vibe, right? Just an old school vibe between two teams. Um, both of them wanted their identity is to run. They got some decent game managers and quarterbacks and Tannehill and Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan is still doing the same thing he was doing in Atlanta. He's throwing the ball to the other team. You got more interceptions than you have touchdowns. You can't do that. You're one, one and one on the season. Um, and Jacksonville beat the brakes off of you guys. So, can they get Jonathan Taylor going and vice versa? Can Tennessee get Derrick Henry going? Because their success really, really hinges on that run game. I feel like the Colts have the better receiver uh, running back. You got to give the edge automatically to Tennessee. But with the way the scheme is, you got to give the edge to Taylor and the Colts because the scheme is a little bit better because everybody know Derrick Henry is coming. So you just you definitely got to load the box and not let him get ahead of steam. You can't get let him get around the corner because he's going to stiff arm you in into the third quarter. I mean, it's crazy. But um, with that being said, I'm going to ride with the Colts on this one. Matt Ryan, yep, he was my preseason MVP. Just another one, another, another one of those dumb choices you can tell your kids about that you made. All right, moving on. We got Seattle and we got Detroit. Man, I really like Detroit this year, y'all. Detroit is really doing some things early that can kind of bode well for this team. 
it's all about sustainability, right? That's what separates the mediocre from the greats. That's sustainability. Both of them are coming in at one and two. Uh, Swift probably not going to play in this game, but you got a capable backup in Williams. I like Detroit. Give me Detroit in this one. Motor City, let's go. I know it. I just looked over Geno and all that, but Jeff Goff is playing a little bit better right now, and that's even surprising to say. We got a couple more games to pick. We got the Jets versus <clears throat> the Steelers, excuse me, and might get a Zach Wilson sighting. You know what I'm saying? Stifler. You like, yeah, <laughs> Stifler. Man, those icy whites look clean. Ah, that should be the regular uniform for Cincinnati. How y'all feel about that? Icy whites go hard, make you want to get a football jersey. Let's bring that back into play. Anyway, moving on. Got to make these picks. I like I like the Jets, right? I like what they do a little bit better than the Steelers right now. Mike Tomlin is a he's a real good coach. But he's going to have to earn his money this year, especially if he does not want to start Kenny Pickett. And I understand why he does not want to do it. But at some point in the season, he's going to have to do it. And when he does that, he will immediately see a high ROI on that choice and decision he made. But until then, he's going to float around mediocrity around that quarterback, which is Mitchell Tabisky. I'm sorry because I'm pretty sure Mitchell Tabisky is a good quarterback, but it's just something that's not really there as both teams are coming in at one and two. You got to go with Pittsburgh at home, right? But we got to see, we got to see, we got to see Kenny Pickett. We got to see Kenny Pickett. Shout out to Gary Wilson, who's leading the Jets in passing yards. That's a rookie. Yeah, I know the Jets are bad, but. I'm going to ride with them because they got a Buckeye on their team. Let's go. J-E-T-X. Jets, Jets, Jets. We got Colt. I mean, we got uh, Chargers and we got the Texans. I'm not going to waste no time on that one. Give me the Chargers. I'll be boy, I'm, mm. Arizona versus Carolina. Former Lincoln Riley quarterbacks. Going against each other. Former OU Heisman Trophy guys. Right. We've heard that narrative before. So tell me something that's a new narrative. Well, I'll give you one of these quarterbacks are really that good. On an NFL level, they got room to go, but they're not really good. Like Kyler Murray is good, but he to me, he's more of a highlight player. Like he's more of that guy who. He gives you highlights, not like a guy that you can really just put confidence in to go out there and actually win the game. And I, I feel the same way about Baker Mayfield, but Baker Mayfield to me is a tier below Kyler Murray because he can't do the things that Kyler Murray does because he's not who Kyler Murray is. He does not the stature and just the gifts that Kyler Murray has is different than the gifts that Baker Mayfield has. Baker Mayfield has a talent, but he has not found it yet in the NFL. But what's interesting is how close these quarterbacks are in their similarities, both coming in with three touchdowns and one interception on the year. But both lead teams who really 
have to try to find and really get to rhythm. You got Marquise Brown as your top receiver on one side going up against Robbie Anderson, which is interesting because Robbie didn't even want Baker Mayfield there. That tells you everything you need to know about Baker Mayfield, y'all. Moving on. I have to make a pick on this game, which is very hard for me because you don't really rock with either one. But nevertheless, Arizona will win this game. I'm not really a big fan of Baker Mayfield, and it's nothing personal. It's just he's not this. The move like Cleveland was probably one of the best places for him. But the fact that he had to deal with a new OC every year really didn't do anything for this growth. Because when he came in, he came in as a talent. But my man's really needed help developing in other aspects of playing quarterback. And sometimes you see this, right? You can be a great college talent, but really struggle in the NFL. Because sometimes it's about the scheme you're in and the talent that's around you versus, right, what you have to do in the NFL, and that's be an adult. That's lead these grown men, have them to believe in you that you can do the right thing. But obviously he's lacking somewhere. So give me Arizona in that one. All that to say, give me them Cardinals. Now we got another divisional matchup. We got the Rams. We got the Niners. This would be a good game as well. Divisional game at that. We saw how good that game was last year in the playoffs. These boys played three times last year. That playoff game was really good. Everybody enjoyed that one. Great back and forth. Me personally felt like, as always, if San Francisco had a better quarterback that Kyle Shanahan could really do something with, they can do some things. He don't have that quarterback, and they're going to struggle. They're going to be up and down. But... It's hard to not pick Aaron Donald and them Super Bowl champions. Especially against a division rival. You know what this game means. You know what it is. So give me the Rams in this one. And our last pick of the night. Chiefs. Buccaneers. We got Tom Brady. We got Pat Mahomes. If you're a football fan, you're going to love this game. You're going to be treated to a treat. Tom, I want Tom to show up in this game because I'm 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 just going to call it the DOA for the season if Tom don't show me something. And I don't think it's so much about his age, it's so much as he's dealing with something. What is that he's dealing with? I don't know. But he's dealing with something, and his play is not the same. His energy is not the same. He does not look like the same Tom. With that being said, Tom has a really good defense. And I just wonder, can that defense do something to kind of slow down Mahomes in this one? And this is a toughie for me, for those who know and follow my fantasy football team. Because I got Pat Mahomes. So I kind of got... I got I got ties. Y'all, I got ties. I got bias. And I'm not supposed to have bias. I'm supposed to be bias less. So I have to be right. The reason we get on ourselves is because we feel like 
we got these ties, we got these biases, but we have to be fair and impartial. I like Tampa's defense, but I like Kansas City's quarterback. And I know defense wins championships, but I also know that Pat Mahomes has a ring too. So what are you trying to tell us? I'm trying to tell y'all that I'm on this fence. But it's hard to not go against Tom. But in this case, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Yep. I got to. I got to. I, I like Tom, but I also like the Chiefs. I like what they're doing. I think they're going to try to get things back right this week after they took that L last week. Mm-mm. Definitely didn't like that one. I don't know what was going on at the end. Then you got Mahomes and the enemy going at it. <laughs> you got you got Shady letting it be known that, hey, man, that man can't coach. He can't coach. That situation really felt like when Russ was like, he be tricking y'all. He be tricking y'all. So I like the Chiefs in this game, as I stated. I'm pretty sure they want to go ahead and if they could really do over last week against the uh, Colts, they probably would. Um, they're going to have a tough – this game will be tough for sure dealing with that defense of Tampa Bay. And that's what really what had me on the fence, that Tampa Bay defense. So I hope y'all made y'all picks. Um, see how y'all do this week. Let, let's try to pick it up. I, I was horrible last week. As I told y'all, I stunk it up. I went 6-9 and nine on the week. Um, my bad. I went – Six and ten on the week. So it was really rough for you boys. Six and ten on the week. Yeah, that Monday night game. It killed me. I had some faith in New York and then Dallas come out and do what they do. Ugh. All right, y'all. So we're gonna get out of here. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Continue to share this podcast. Help it grow. Y'all know y'all like it. Come back for some more. Deuces.